So are you the kind of person who picks a word of the year and tries to start fresh with a new approach for a new year? How's that worked for you in the past? Let's talk about realistic annual planning for moms. Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing our homes and family life cheerfully to the glory of God. We can actually enjoy housework and love being homemakers when we focus on truth and work with gratitude. I'm Misty Winkler. I'm a homemaker, married for 22 years to my husband, Matt, and we live in Idaho with our five kids, two of whom are grown and gone now and the three left at home, I homeschool. I also write and podcast at Simply Convivial, and I run Convivial Circle, a community helping women to excel at homemaking and do life cheerfully. And today I'm joined by my operations manager of Convivial Circle, Lisa Moulton. Lisa is a Southern Idaho-based homeschooling mom of three who works as the operations manager for Simply Convivial. She also helps manage her husband's business, leveraging her exceptional organizational skills and attention to detail. Lisa's unwavering dedication to her family, work, and community make her an inspiration to those around her. When she's not working, she enjoys hiking, reading, and spending time with her family. So thanks for joining me, Lisa. It's always great to be here. Well, one of the next big things inside Convivial Circle is our annual Ready Five program, which is all about helping moms work through a kind of basic annual review. And I think a lot of times we tend to want to just go into the new year with that fresh start feeling. And that means like just scratch everything out the fresh the new year is a blank slate and let's just like go into it and forget everything that's happened and just go for it but actually taking a bit of time to think through where you're at helps us all to have reasonable expectations and be able to make a plan for growth and improving in the skills that we want to work on in a realistic way. So I think, I don't know, have you counted how many years is this going to be the fourth year we've done Ready Five? It's at least the third or fourth. Um, And it's always a community favorite. Um, I really think it helps with that February burnout that so many moms have too, because it helps, it gives us that groundwork. So we're not it's a new year. I can be a totally new person that all that old hangups, you know, that's not going to affect me this year. It helps us get the right perspective to start that fresh in a more healthy way. And so then when February burnout or even March, I have about March here because winter's getting old (laughs) by then. So it helps us be able to look back and go, okay, this is where we were. We can set plans in place to help us get through those times when it gets a little harder. Yeah. And it does seem to like the more often we do it, the more excited our community members actually get about doing it. So it might not be the first time that they're super excited, but the next time they're like, oh yeah, this actually helps. And they're really into it. 
Yeah, it is definitely a community favorite. Everybody really looks forward to Ready 5. So Ready 5 then is a five-week plan. So there's an exercise, one exercise per week for five weeks to help you come up, not with like some smart plan with a whole bunch of really audacious goals that are actually going to probably make you more burned out in February (laughs) if you set them but a set of realistic plans for smart growth, um, personally, you know, that's personally relevant to where we're each at. So they all start with five with R and then our last week ready is the acronym. So I don't know that just kind of makes it fun. I like all the R's. I like the alliteration. (laughs) Uh, you know, because of you, I now notice alliteration where whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, there's alliteration there. And my kids already know what alliteration is because I point it out so often. <laughs> it's just fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun, actually. So at least my tendency when I want to do annual planning is to just start by thinking about the future. Yes. And what the ready five process helps us do is like push that, put that on hold, push the pause button on thinking about the future and start by looking at the last year, because the whole point is getting realistic expectations and making relevant plans to your actual life. And when I start by thinking about the future only, I do kind of default into that. Um, I can be anything. Anything can happen. I'm going to be a whole new person January 1st. And so a review, a starting with review of the last year helps us remember that good, good things did happen. And we also had some struggles and that's the sets the expectation that the same thing's going to happen next year. There are going to be some wins. There are going to be some hard things and we're just going to keep going. It also helps us like see, like if you have a lot of things happening in a certain month that helps you plan ahead so that it doesn't blindside you every year either, you know, and it's so easy. Like I love the first step review. I, the first year we did it, I remember feeling really, so for the first step with review, like we go through each month and you list out everything that happened. You're not allowed to complain about it. It's just facts. There was a birthday here. Oh, our cat died this month or, oh, this happened or, oh, we got a new something here or, you know, it's just laying it out and it lets you see where things happened. And it's because it's so easy to focus on. I didn't grow at all. I didn't do anything this year. It allows you to see the positives Mm -hmm. and the negatives, but that also lets you see your growth, which is so important because it's, it's really easy to not notice those small things that we do that bring about the growth. So it's, it's a really positive experience. I've found after doing it for a couple of years, like I really actually look forward to it. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we have worksheets that everyone gets and it is helpful to just see every month there. We have just boxes for each month. And so that kind of helps us just, picture that time better and see where things happen. And, um, 
what ended up happening is many ladies then used their calendar, the calendar that's almost over, to actually fill it in. So it was a time set aside to go look back at your actual calendar and say, oh yeah, that happened. I totally forgot that happened because we can't really list just off the top of our head all the things that happened in a year, even all the important things. Mm -hmm. Um, But that exercise of just going back over and looking over the calendar from the last year uh, is just helpful for that frame of reference. And for us nostalgia people, it's really kind of fun. You go, oh, I remember that. And you get to experience those feelings again, you know, for us Fs, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And then the second week, the list of things that happened in the last year becomes the basis for reflecting. So first it was review. The next week, it's reflecting on those things that we listed out over the last year. And like you said earlier, it's it's not about complaining, but about actually noticing the ways that God used all those things in your life. Because a lot of times we do just move on too quickly and we don't realize the progress that we have made, the work that is being done in our lives, the growth we have seen, and the the consequences of different things that have happened. And at the end, you know, going back over the year and seeing all these things, you actually get to see, oh, that really bad thing that I thought was so terrible, it actually brought about all these great things. Or yeah, it was a learning experience and I learned this from it. It it gives you that perspective to be able to look at it and get things from it rather than it just being a negative or seeing all the positives too and seeing what they did for you as well. Yeah. Yeah, one of the sentences on that worksheet is take the time to write down and acknowledge the sanctification in action that you've experienced and seen this year. And I don't think that's something a lot of us do on a regular basis. So it's really good to go back and get that perspective. Mm -hmm. And then the third week is renew. So this is where the shift into the future comes in. Two weeks looking back and kind of processing the last year. And then the exercise is to, with those reflections in mind, brain dump about what needs to be renewed in your life. Um, You know, what do you want to be working on? Where do you want to see more growth? Where um, do you need to research some more or work some more, add some new habits? But because we do this process right after reflecting, we make more personal, uh, more applicable decisions, or if we get better ideas than if we get our ideas from like reading someone else's annual goals or reading some productivity article. That's what I do. (laughs) And I'm like, I want to be like that person. And we make (laughs) goals or get ideas for the next year that like just totally don't fit us or our lives. 
Yeah. And it also allows you to look at what your priorities are because reading, watching somebody else's life or seeing what they did or they're going to do, it might not match up with what you're going to do. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I have different priorities than my next door neighbor or my best friend. And we can only figure out what those are really by nailing down what we actually do in our daily lives. Yeah. And seeing that. Mm-hmm. And that third week is just a brain dump. So. It can be a pretty big one, but, and it can be done in five minute chunks or two minute chunks, you know, it doesn't have to be just, I have, have to wait for the perfect time so I can sit down and get it all out. Cause for a lot of our members that actually causes their brain to just go blank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and the other thing to remember whenever we have a brain dump activity is that everything, all the possibilities that come out of our head are not obligations we have to follow through on. Yeah. They're just ideas and it's train of thought. And it's by following those trains that we, can actually get to where we need to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization Podcast. Come back next week for part two of my conversation with Lisa Moulton about the rest of the Ready 5 annual planning process. Weeks four and five are where it all comes together, so you don't want to miss it. The end of the year is a great time to give an honest, and grateful look at the year that has gone by and a hopeful and realistic look at the year to come. When done systematically and thoughtfully, this process will propel you into the new year with renewed clarity and vision. That's why I'm leading a cohort of women through my tried and true method for an annual review. So come spend an hour or two with me each week between Thanksgiving and New Year's, creating your own focused annual plan for 2024. We'll first review and remember what happened in 2023 so we can get the full picture. Then in week two, we'll reflect and replace discouragement with gratitude. In week three, we will renew, refreshing and realigning our attention, commitment, and attitude. Week four, we will reset, completing a baby step declutter plan that will get us set for a new year. And week five is our ready week where we will make a focused, realistic, written plan for 2024. Want motivation and insight? Then enroll today in Convivial Circle and work through Ready 5 with us. It's included in your membership at no extra cost. Just go to simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button to get started or find the link in the description below. The new year is the perfect time to practice Repenting, rejoicing, and repeating.